0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart, and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. And
1: you the
0: iniquity of my sin. O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess unto you all my sins and iniquities with which I have ever offended you and justly deserve your temporal and eternal punishment. But I am heartily sorry for them, and sincerely repent of them. And I pray you of your boundless mercy, and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death, of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor, sinful being. Have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Glory be to God on high. And on earth, peace will heaven. We praise thee, we bless thee, we worship thee. We glorify
1: thee, we give thanks to thee for thy great glory.
0: O Lord God, heavenly King. O Lord, the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. O Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of God, That takest away the sin of the world. Thou that takest away the sin of the world.
1: our prayer.
0: Thou that sittest at the right hand of God the Father. Have mercy us. For thou only art holy. Thou only, O Christ, with the Holy Ghost. Our Most High, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, of your bountiful goodness, keep from us all things that may hurt us, that we, being ready in both body and soul, may cheerfully accomplish whatever you would have us do. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading. On this, the eve of the 19th Sunday after Trinity, is recorded in Genesis chapter 28. Now Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. So he came to a certain place and stayed there all night, because the sun had set. And he took one of the stones of that place and put it at his head, And he lay down in that place to sleep. Then he dreamed, and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth, and its top reached to heaven. And there the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac, The land on which you lie, I will give to you and your descendants. Also your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west and the east, to the north and the south, and in you and in your seed all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go, And will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. O Lord, I call upon you, hasten to me. Give ear to my voice when I call to you. Let my prayer be counted as incense before you, and the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. The epistle is recorded in St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter 4. Concerning confession and absolution, St. Paul writes, Put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt, according to the deceitful lusts, And be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath nor give place to the devil. Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give him who has need. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us stand to hear the Holy Gospel. Hallelujah! sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things, Hallelujah! The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the ninth chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus got into a boat, crossed over, and came to his own city. Then, behold, they brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven you. And at once some of the scribes said within themselves, This man blasphemes. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier, to say your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Arise and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins? Then he said to the paralytic, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. And he arose and departed to his house. Now when the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God, who had given such power to men. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Arise and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralytic, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. And he arose. And departed to his house. When the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God who had given such power to men. This is the word of the Lord. You and I will struggle with sin and the effects of sin in our lives as long as we live. We want to love our Lord but we find ourselves so often turning away from the Savior who loved us and shed his blood for our salvation. The desire to love our Lord coupled with the ongoing struggle with sin can plague our conscience and bring us to the brink of despair itself. This is part of the cross we carry when Jesus says take up your cross and follow me in this struggle there are always two wills at work satan's desire in the midst of the struggle is to destroy our faith in Christ he wants us to conclude if i continue to struggle with sin what's the point i might as well give up and throw in the towel entirely What difference does it make? Our Lord, on the other hand, has a different motivation in mind for us. Through the daily struggle with sin, he wills to teach us more and more to rely upon him rather than relying upon ourselves. And when we feel the burden of our sin, he also teaches us something else. He wants us to learn of the burden that he himself carried to save us from our sin. Remember, the terrors of conscience that you and I feel and suffer on account of our sin is a part of what Jesus suffered in the terrors of the cross there is very simply no torturous burden of sin that you and I might feel that Jesus did not take upon himself. You see, the devil, in the times of such strife, wants us to think that God is far away from us when the reality is Jesus is the nearest to us when we feel that struggle with sin down to the depths of a burdened conscience comfort peace and relief from a troubled conscience is what our lord wants us to receive guilt and a bad conscience can paralyze us like the paralytic in the gospel for today who was brought to jesus by others who believed in jesus he couldn't walk He couldn't move. His physical manifestations bespoke a spiritual reality of what sin does to us. It robs us of what King David said in Psalm 51 as the joy of our salvation. It makes us think that God hates us. When we willfully give in to the devil's temptations, we question whether or not it is even possible for the Lord to love us anymore, much less to save us from the threatening perils of our sins. That's a bad conscience, and it paralyzes us spiritually. Christ's absolution from outside ourselves is the only cure. Of all the problems we might have as Christians, the greatest challenge is the ongoing struggle with sin. When these people who believed in Jesus brought their paralyzed friend to him, Jesus taught us what is most important, the forgiveness of sins. For they bring this paralyzed man to him. In Mark's gospel, they opened up the tiles in the roof and let him down and everybody would have expected the first thing rise up and walk but that's not the first thing he says the first thing he says to this poor crippled man his son be of good cheer your sins are forgiven there are no sweeter words in all the world and they speak to the heart of what is not only our greatest problem but that which is the source of all of our problems in other words If there were no sin, there'd be no paralysis. There would be no cancer. There'd be no COVID 19. There would be no death. There are no sweeter words in all the world than, Son, be of good cheer. Your sins are forgiven you. He may have had a disease like polio that uh, robbed his legs of their strength, or some other disease. It really doesn't matter. Whatever the source of his medical problem, his real problem was the problem of sin. You know, the Lutheran confessions call the problem of sin, the original sin passed on to us, which is the cause of everything that we say that's sinful and think that's sinful and do that's sinful, concupiscence, which is this Latin word for the disease of sin. It's worse than having AIDS. It permeates all of our thoughts and our will. Jesus wants to teach us in today's Gospel that his forgiveness is really the only medicine we need because sin is our only problem. And if we have his forgiveness with certainty and surety, it erupts in boundless joy and the capacity to carry every burden of life, including the struggle with sin, with patience and with confidence and with hope. I love the fact that the paralytic in the gospel for today did nothing because he couldn't do anything. He had to be brought to Jesus. He said nothing. He did nothing. He just laid there and received the Lord's forgiveness. What a picture of what it is to be a Christian who is saved by grace alone, through faith alone, and not by any works of our own doing. It was a pure gift of God's undeserved love. You see, Jesus' word of absolution that we didn't earn or deserve is anchored to Jesus' death and resurrection, which we did nothing to effect or accomplish on our own. He did that great work. And the power of that work is then transmitted to us by his word of absolution. How could anyone object to what Jesus did, but the scribes did? Oh, they didn't object out loud. Instead, it was all in their thoughts. This man blasphemes. Who does he think he is? No one can forgive sins but God alone. How could anyone object to the comfort and peace? to the new life, and to the salvation that Jesus gave to this man. I mean, think about it. He was not only paralyzed, but he was separated from God by his sin, and now he is given the gift of eternal life through the Lord's absolution. Can't do that. You don't have the authority to do that. At the end of Matthew's Gospel, in the Great Commission, Jesus says, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me by God the Father. Why? Because he suffered and died, and by the power of his death, he rose victoriously from the dead. That is the authority that he had. No blasphemy whatsoever. But hidden within the scribe's accusation of blasphemy was also a failure to understand and believe in the depth of God's love for sinners. And what that love moved Jesus to do for the whole world. And when you and I struggle with sin, and especially when you and I struggle to believe how it could possibly be that Christ would still love someone like me, it's actually the same difficulty to believe in the grace of God that characterized the heart of the scribes and the Pharisees and the Sadducees. The second miracle in today's gospel, healing the man's paralyzed legs, is a sign that makes visible the absolution that Christ delivered to this man. It also teaches us that the Lord's forgiveness is what ultimately brings new life and healing for all of the maladies that we face. It's why when I go into the hospital to visit the sick, someday they'll let me do this again. I always lead them in a confession of sins and place my hand on their forehead. And say, Do not be afraid. In the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins. I don't know if they'll get over the illness, whether they will live or die, but I know that their sins are forgiven by that word. And that word planted in their ear revives faith, comforts the conscience, and pledges to them the resurrection of the dead on the last day. So, knowing the thoughts of the scribes, who can know anyone's thoughts but God alone, Jesus said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier, to say your sins are forgiven you, or to say arise and walk? Make no mistake about it. This is no multiple choice. Well, I think this is easier. Well, maybe this is easier. No. You and I can do none of these things. For us and for the scribes, both of these things are impossible for us unless God were to give us the authority and the power to do so. We can't forgive sins. In other words, we cannot take away sin that separates us from God and condemns us to temporal and eternal death. We can't do that. You and I cannot make someone who is crippled rise up and walk. Can't do it unless God gives us the power to do it. So Jesus makes his power to forgive sins visible to our eyes in today's gospel. That you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralytic, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. And he arose and departed to his house, and when the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God, who had given such power to men. We call this In Lutheran theology, the performative word. A word that is as powerful as God spoke at creation. Let there be light. And there was light. Out of nothing, light. Here, your sins are forgiven. And sin is taken away and covered by the righteousness of Christ. Rise up and walk. Why did the guy rise up? Why did he walk? Why did he go to his own house? Because Jesus said so. And that's the relationship of the Word of God to faith and faith to works. He heard the Word, the Word accomplished what it said, and you see the results. He rose up and walked. And I believe he also sang to the Lord a new song, for he had done marvelous things. You and I will struggle with sin and its effects upon our lives as long as we live. It is part of our cross, but the cross always leads us to the cross of Christ, and the cross of Christ and the victory over sin and death, and the new life of Jesus' death and resurrection is delivered to us by a word outside of ourselves. Luther says our conscience becomes restless, it fears God's wrath and displeasure, and so it loses the comfort and the confidence of the gospel. That's where Jacob was when he was all alone out there in the wilderness, in that place that became known as Bethel, because there the Lord spoke to him, his absolution, as he confirmed to him the promise of the gospel first given to his grandfather Abraham, that he would bless him, and that he would save him, and that he would bring them in, in, him into the land flowing with milk and honey, and that in his seed, the Savior, all the nations of the earth, would be blessed. Jesus said, I give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Peace I leave with you. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. He who hears you, hears me. Come to Bethel, the house of God. He has given to you a great gift. Christ's power and authority to forgive sins has been given to his pastors for your comfort and for your peace and for the certainty of salvation and to vanquish sin's doubting question how could he possibly love a sinner such as me? Well, he does. And they marveled, St. Matthew is careful to record, they marveled that he had given such power not to man in the singular, but it's very explicit to men, Because he speaks of that power and authority. Uh, The Greek word is exousia, which is both power and authority. From another, given to another the power and authority to forgive sins do you believe that my forgiveness is Christ's forgiveness verily you should so believe this for Jesus himself said peace I leave with you my peace I give to you if you forgive the sins of any they are forgiven And my forgiveness, says the Lord, is the fountain and source of new life and eternal comfort. In the name of Jesus.
1: Amen. Amen.
0: The peace of God which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Let us pray. Heavenly Father through your son our lord Jesus Christ you have given your church the authority on earth to forgive sins grant that we may always rejoice to receive the forgiveness announced and delivered by those men who have been called and ordained to serve Christ in Christ's stead and by his command and having been forgiven give us hearts that are quick to forgive others lord in your mercy Heavenly Father, we give thanks to you for Andy Scheller and Kathy May celebrating baptismal birthdays this week, for calling them into your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, imparting to them the gift of the Holy Spirit and clothing them with the righteousness of Christ. Grant them to rejoice in their salvation and by your word and spirit faithfulness all the days of their lives. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, we give thanks to you for Michael and Angela Christofferson, Jessica and Andrew Alvarez celebrating wedding anniversaries this week, that you have sustained them in the bonds of holy matrimony by your gracious word and spirit. Continue to comfort and uphold them. In their offices as husbands and wives, that being faithful to you, they may be faithful to each other. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, our Savior, you sent forth your ministers to the ends of the earth to proclaim the good news of salvation. Continue to send workers into your vineyard. Give us willing and generous hearts to support the preaching of the gospel throughout the world. Lord, in your mercy. Merciful Lord, you bless Jacob with offspring as numerous as the dust of the earth. Give comfort to those who long for children but are unable to conceive. May they find in the church a family to love and cherish. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, we beg you, grant wisdom to all those whom you have placed in temporal authority both in this country and throughout the world, renew their diligence, that they would use their offices to serve their fellow citizens with justice and compassion, bless and protect our country through those who are elected in this coming fall's election. Lord, in your mercy. Eternal Father, as the paralytic was brought to your Son, so too we bring before you in prayer all those suffering any physical or mental anguish, especially Jim Nietzsche and Betty Ray Weber, recently diagnosed with cancer. Sarah Scheller Griffin, also diagnosed with thyroid cancer. John and Petrina Beringer, Eunice Rankin with COVID-19. Louise Bollmeyer, Carl Stemke, and David Berger receiving therapy. Lenny Schrault in her ongoing treatment for various illnesses, Jeremy LaFour in his battle with ALS, Brian, Nia Roger Laubenstein, Harlan Peterson, and Allison Witte, also in treatment for cancer. According to your will, grant them healing in this life and give them faithful friends who will proclaim to them the forgiveness of their sins so that they would face the trials of this life confident in your love for them. Lord, in your mercy. Whatever else that we need or would be good for us, we entrust your bountiful providence, for you live and reign with the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord, our God. It is right to give him
1: thanks and praise.
0: It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who, having created all things, took on human flesh, and was born of the Virgin Mary. For our sake he died on the cross and rose from the dead to put an end to death, thus fulfilling your will and gaining for you a holy people. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Holy, 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 Lord God God. of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of thy glory. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna Hosanna in the highest. highest. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna, 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 Hosanna Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of all creation. For you have had mercy on us, and given your only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. In these last days you have poured out your Holy Spirit on your church, that your sons and daughters might proclaim the wonders of your salvation in Christ Jesus our Lord. Pour out your Holy Spirit upon your gathered people, that faithfully eating and drinking the body and blood of your Son, we may go forth to proclaim his salvation to the ends of the earth, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. O Christ, thou Lamb of God, that takest away the sin of the world, have have mercy mercy upon us. us. O Christ, thou Lamb of God, that takest away the sin of the world, have have mercy mercy upon us. us. O Christ, thou Lamb of God, that takest away the sin of the world, grant us us thy peace. Amen. Christ shed for you. The blood of Christ shed for you. The blood of Christ shed for you. The blood blood of Christ shed for you. The blood of Christ shed for you. The blood of Christ. Shed for you. The blood of Christ shed for you. The blood of Christ shed for you. The blood of Christ shed for you. The body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you, body and soul, in the true faith unto life everlasting are in peace. Shed for you. The blood of Christ shed for you. The blood of Christ shed for you. The blood of Christ shed for you. The blood of Christ. Body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you, body and soul, in the true faith unto life everlasting. Depart in peace. give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endures forever. O God, the Father, the fountain and source of all goodness, who in loving kindness sent your only begotten Son into the flesh, we thank you that for his sake you have given us pardon and peace in this sacrament, and we ask you not to forsake your children, but always to rule our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit, that we may be enabled constantly to serve you through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us bless the Lord. Be to God. The Lord bless you and keep you.